Welcome into Opportunity Detroit. Our first guest this afternoon to kick off the show is Laura Graneman, the Executive Director of the Rocket Community Fund and the Gilbert Family Foundation. It's so nice to see you. Thank you so much for having me, Anne. It's been a long time. I'm glad to have you here. Yeah, it's a, a joy. Yes, it's a great pleasure. So I want you to, first of all, just start out, Laura, and talk to our listeners a little bit about the Rocket Community Fund. Some people, I'm sure, know all about it. Others, not so much. Yeah. So the mission of the Racket Community Fund is is to ensure that every American has access to safe and stable housing. And we define that in a few different ways. Um, Our focus areas are preventing displacement. So in the city of Detroit, a lot of displacement comes from eviction and property tax foreclosure. So those are deep areas of focus for us. Um, Preventing and ending homelessness. Building opportunities for home ownership. And then lastly, and actually... Uh, part of the connection back to the Rocket Mortgage Classic is uh, bridging the digital divide. And I know that sounds like it's not really connected to housing, but I promise you it is because Mm -hmm. digital inclusion is really fundamental to everything that we do in our lives. It is to connect us to education, to connect us to banking institutions and access to financing, connect us to employment, to our social networks, right? So much of our lives exists right here on these little phones. So until you brought this to our attention now, quite a few years ago, I had never thought about this. Not once, not one day. So talk a little bit about how you first started thinking about this and got involved. Yeah, well, actually, you know, it came because came prior to the pandemic when we started looking into this issue. And it was because we consider ourselves at Rocket Companies to be a technology company that happens to do mortgages. And so we have a lot of access to technology. And we started looking around the country, actually, for partners who we could work with to uh, donate our technology and have that technology be recycled and reused back in the communities where we live, work, and play. Um, And we found a great partner called Human IT. And they actually just recently opened a store right a stone's throw away on the um on seven mile oh that's cool yeah so it it really has all come full circle over the last few years because we now have a place where our technology which has been donated through human it and refurbished is now getting sold for subsidized prices right here right next to the course so it's pretty amazing um and then it just really grew from there then the pandemic hit and we saw the extent of the inequity that we were really facing when it came to the, the, the digital divide. And really, that was the inspiration behind ensuring that this event, the Rock and Mortgage Classic, is all about bridging the digital divide. Oh, that's awesome. So throw out some numbers for us so people understand the significant change that you have made with this. Well, unfortunately, when we started in the pandemic, during that very uncertain time, uh, only 40% of Detroit households were digitally connected. And that means 40% of people had a device, internet, and uh, the digital literacy they needed to succeed. Um, Today, we're very, very proud to be part of a large ecosystem of partners who have pushed that number from 40% to 70%. We still have a long way to go, but we're really proud uh, to be part of that progress. So 
how are you doing this? I know you're doing this by refurbishing laptops, mm -hmm. but what are some of the other things that go into this and working with some of these partners that you're talking about? Yeah, so one of the most fundamental uh, components of our work so far has been increasing access to resources that already exist. And actually, one of those resources is offered by the federal government. It's called the Affordable Connectivity Program. And it's a subsidy, a monthly subsidy, for income-qualified residents to ensure that they get high-speed internet in their home. Um, and so we have been able to support a call center, a marketing campaign, and a network of partners across our community who have signed up over 110,000 Detroit families so far. So that's one way that we're able to really move the needle on that, that percentage. Um, the other is through device distribution. Uh, we have been able to distribute tens of thousands of devices to seniors, to students, um, and of course that goes through our human IT uh, partnership as well. Um, and then lastly, we've been able to create a network of neighborhood technology hubs. And these are really important because a lot of people are very isolated right. and they don't have that trusted resource. If I don't know how to use my device, I get overwhelmed, I get frustrated, and I don't know how to ask for help. Especially the older generation, right? Especially the older generation. Um, and so these neighborhood technology hubs are really, really important to create a trusted and safe space where residents can go and get access to digital literacy programming that's really meeting them where they're at. Now I know you, and I know you are not going to stop with this effort until you get to 100%. How do you do that? Yeah, well, I think, you know, we have to really start thinking differently about infrastructure in the city of Detroit. We have, uh, you know, what has worked for us so far worked, quote unquote, worked for us so far, which is, you know, your typical infrastructure. Um, but I think we can start to get more creative to ensure that high-speed internet is more accessible to our residents all across the city. And and really, it's it. We I think we can make, we can pull those barriers down so that folks don't have to apply or qualify for things, but rather, it's just there. It's just available and you can tap into it a little bit easier. So I think that's going to be a big theme for us going forward. Um, and we'll continue to, to work, I think, with community partners, really grassroots partners who also are really helping us direct this funding because, you know, nobody knows this issue better than people who are on the ground. And so they have a real voice in helping us decide what gets prioritized as well. Now, your other effort, your work with the community fund and helping to solve the homelessness problem and housing equity in the city of Detroit. Let's talk a little bit more about that. How's it going? Do you need anything from our listeners? Where does all of this stand? Well, um, what I need from your listeners is to really be advocates, be aware, know what's going on. We, we certainly have a lot of uh, continued displacement in the city of Detroit. And, you know, we we know that that's not good for anyone. It's not good for the resident who's getting displaced. It's not good for the community. It's not good for the city at large. And so keeping people in their homes is a really high priority. Um, so educate yourself a little bit about property tax foreclosure, about eviction. We're really, really excited to say that we've launched two really huge investment opportunities. Uh, one is called the Detroit Tax Relief Fund, launched a couple of years ago by the Gilbert Family Foundation. And the other is the Detroit Eviction Defense Fund, also launched by the Gilbert Family Foundation. These are large funds to ensure that residents who are at risk of tax foreclosure, their uh, back taxes are actually wiped out if they are income qualified. So there are tools and resources that exist to ensure 
every person in the city of Detroit who's at risk of tax foreclosure stays in their home. And then separately, the Detroit Eviction Defense Fund ensures that residents who are renters at risk of eviction have resources throughout that eviction process, namely uh, lawyers who are representing them in court. Because often we see that um, landlords have representation, but their tenants do not. And of course, that leads to disparate outcomes. So is part of your challenge just making residents aware of what's available? Absolutely. And that's why, again, those trusted community partners are so important. Laura Graneman, what a wonderful day and a very special event for a great guy. And it's coming out of just a terrible loss and a terrible tragedy. Yeah, you know, this this event really, um, everyone came together and, and supported the family, the cause. It was so beautiful to see all of the city of Detroit come out with their bow tie pins and buy those bow tie cookies and learn a little bit about neurofibromatosis. And again, you know, the three things that Nick loved, uh, raising awareness for neurofibromatosis, having a great time and connecting people, bringing people together. And so... What, what could be better than to celebrate Nick's life and legacy here at the Rocket Mortgage Classic? And that's exactly what happened on Thursday. There were a lot of people here. This raised great awareness. Everybody was having fun. And really, the idea that people now know this is a disease that affects one in 2,000, and we're going to pay attention to it, and maybe we'll even be able to make a donation to help fight this yeah. and find a cure. Absolutely. For any listener who wants to learn more or possibly donate, you can go to nfforwarddetroit.org, where you can both learn more and donate if you've got uh, the ability to do so. Laura Graneman, Executive Director of the Rocket Community Fund and the Gilbert Family Foundation, it was great to see you. Thank you so much for having me. You are listening to Opportunity Detroit. We'll be back right after these messages. 